Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn, looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our forces. If I, if I, because I've read Nietzsche, if I get uh, diagnosed with cancer, even if I get di diagnosed with like absolutely completely treatable diabetes, right? Like it's just suicide by a cop at that point, right? Like it's just, <laughs> I'm going to go to like an elementary school with a fucking AR-15, right? And just like not kill, not kill any of the kids, okay. just like shoot at the okay. wall or whatever. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hurt. Anybody, yeah, you, but, you're not trying to harm the kids. You just want the cops to kill you. Yeah, like wait till the coppers come. Say you're never taking me alive. Take out a couple cops and then die. Like oh, maybe yeah. you'll book a hotel room at a Vegas resort during a country concert. I mean, fuck. At this point, if they're like, yeah, you you contracted, you know, appendicitis or whatever. Like it's just fucking <laughs> suicide by cop. Yeah, the only no, option. I, I definitely. If I were to commit suicide, because earlier I said, uh, no, keep me alive as long as possible. I want to be Mr. House in like a fucking hermetically sealed chamber, like like to a point where like if you open up my casket, like the very air will kill me upon contact. Like keep me like, you know, as long as <laughs> yeah. so you can implant me into a robot body. But um, adrenochrome and all that. Yeah. If I were to do suicide, doing it by cop would be pretty cool. My My plan isn't like. Necessarily I could drive like, honestly drive to a police station and just shoot up a police station. And yeah, like, wow, just a lot of cops kill like, you. Show up Here in my car. Me. Yes, go to a police station. Show up in my car. I would probably call ahead of time to be like, someone suspicious is going to show yeah. up. And then I drive, and then I get like my exact like car, like make and model, and I'd sit in the parking lot and roll down the windows and play just some like putrid like pop song on repeat, uh -huh. like. Just like just whatever like Sean Mendez has put out recently, just play that on like just booming loud until the yeah. cops come out and they're like, "Sir," so like until like just these beefed up like just three hundred pound like SWAT guys are like, "Sir, turn off the music, get out!" And I'm just like like just slowly just like dancing to it in the car, and then like until they eventually get fed up with me and just fucking airhole me. Yeah. They shoot you in the back of the head twenty times. Yeah, like just getting just getting riddled with bullets to the tune of like uh, twenty four karat magic or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, a Bruno yeah. Mars bullshit. Yeah, definitely, uh, dude. I mean, that's uh, uh, Matt. That's I was gonna go. critique you and be like, you know, with with diabetes, like it's super treatable. Yeah. Um, but honestly, with the price of insulin, there are certain situations where death by cop might be preferable than yeah. having yeah. to pay for insulin. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, I'm a I'm a really bad hypochondriac anyway. So, right, like if I if my fucking tummy starts hurting for too long, I look up <laughs> symptoms on WebMD. No, seriously, and I spend like fucking four hours on like WebMD, just being like, what the fuck do I actually have? You know, like cancer or something, right? So, with, uh, recently, I was really thirsty, and I was like, I don't usually get that thirsty, and I was thirsty like all day, and I was peeing and drinking water like all day. And I'm like, that's like one of the signs of diabetes, right? Is like extreme yeah. thirst and like peeing a lot. Yeah. And I was worried. I was like, fuck, I got diabetes. I'm fine. I had a blood test like really recently, but I was thinking that I had diabetes. And I was like, you know, if I, if I go to the doctor and they're like, yeah, you got diet, like, you know, fucking diabetes, extremely treatable. You just need insulin here and there. I'll just like go, you know what? Let, fuck it. Balls to the wall. Fucking Elliot Rogers. Here we go. We're just going to go <laughs> shoot up, you know, shoot up a fucking police station or whatever. Yeah. Speaking of which, I read a. Uh, I recently, uh, in honor of Election Day, I read uh, Elliot Rogers' manifesto. Finally. What? Wait, why <laughs> in honor of Election Day? Uh, you know, just. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm not familiar with who Elliot Rogers is or what they did. You know, you know, you know, Josh Intel. In 2014, so uh, Incels have this thing called. They say, "Hey, I'm going to go ER, right?" And it means Elliot Rogers. And in 2014, there was this like half Asian kid named Elliot Rogers, and he went to. Uh, that's very no, that's important a, details. No, it really, part. it actually is because he's um, hot. Is the thing. Yeah, and so I, a lot of people said he was hot afterwards, but he went to uh, University of Southern California, Santa Barbara, right? And uh, he said that he was an incel who essentially um, was like. 
really upset because he like was he never obviously right he never got a girlfriend like all the shit and he was getting made fun of and like and, and so anyway the the saint isla it was called the saint isla killings and what he did was he he went and he stabbed his roommates to death he stabbed three of his roommates to death and then he went and drove down to the sorority uh five beta cap i think is what was the name of the uh, the sorority was and he was started shooting and he, he injured a bunch of chicks and killed a couple. And then he got into this shootout with the cops and the cops killed him. And he published this manifesto where he talks about how all these good looking guys were like scoring these chicks and how like it sucks because these chicks were boning black dudes, but he was like far superior yeah. to them and stuff. And so I like, I never read his manifesto. I've just always heard of Elliot Rogers, right? Like through uh, word of mouth. So uh, like I said, in honor of election day, and to become completely black filled, it was like I, I wonder. I found his manifesto online and read it. It was on like the L.A. Times or whatever. So I, I read his manifesto, and um, it was interesting. Uh, and by interesting, I mean like a lot of parts were horrifying. He was talking yeah. about how uh, black people were descended from slaves, and how women loved black people, even though he was like British aristocracy on his dad's side. Oh yeah, who like got fucked up or whatever. And he said that he only lived with like his mom and sisters. And yeah. And he was saying like, there's no girls that love me. So I'm going to go. Um, he, he, his whole plan was that he said he was a God. He's like, I'm, I'm the closest thing to a God, like a living God. And I'm going to like torture and kill my roommates or whatever. And then torture and kill like hot people and then go and shoot up. Well, um, <laughs> well, well, Matt well, Matt is, is getting reprimanded. No, my thing um, is, like I get, I get killing sorority chicks. Okay, I, I totally understand that. But killing your roommates, like yeah, imagine, much, bro. you yeah. know, I don't know if they knew him beforehand or if they were like strangers. Like he didn't like that guy's he, roommate. It's, he didn't like he didn't like his roommates. That was a big thing. He's, he said he didn't like his roommate, but also like he said, um, he he said like he would have to kill his roommates, like no matter what, even if he loved them, yeah. it would be hard. But because they were dickheads, they were Asian guy, like like uh, full Asian, and he was saying that like it was hard. Um, but the Asian thing, the reason I said he was half Asian was because it was important. Because he said that like he felt he felt bad because he was at this party and this girl was talking to this full Asian guy, and he was like, "What the fuck? Like I'm half white, so like I should you know be like more important or whatever." And so he he starts like you know trying to talk to this chick, like he he like. Sh- shoulder check this guy and this guy was like and this chick was like you need water fuck off and then he got he, apparently he broke his foot and got the shit kicked out of him at this party because he was being an asshole so then he was like no one loves me and i'm gonna kill yeah. uh, well, you know, he, he just sounds like a sad sack of shit you know he like oh, oh he, but he was also yeah. like like he was he was like halfway like attractive too like that was a thing like a lot of, a lot of yeah like, so yeah. It's like a, he has a well, well just to, to put this out there, he had a YouTube channel actually for a while, and he would film himself sitting in his car, basically talking about every all this stuff, like complaining about it. And yeah. the thing is, like he, like his fam- his like dad, I think was like his family was wealthy, and oh. he was like conventionally attractive for the most part. He's white, so like he's white upper class, and he's like sitting in his car, and he's like. Well, I have all the things that like women want, so why aren't I getting any of them? Mm-hmm. Like, this doesn't make any sense. They must be out to get me, or or doing something, or like there must be some conspiracy against me, right? Like, it's this, it's this, co- uh, um, like combination of like him experiencing some of like the what alienation under capitalism, right? But mm-hmm. but it's sort of unique because he's like in that sort of crust of people who who should who who usually are shielded from that sort of thing. So it's combining that probably like some affluenza involved, uh, like a part of that too. He's never been told no before, and um, and also this like narcissistic like idea conception of himself and like of like I mean and also racism. So it's it's all this big melting pot, and yeah, it does. He is sort of held up by the 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 
in like the at large incel community as like their because like that like they're like they yes, joke they to, yeah they joke and call him Saint Elliot right like there's a whole like joking there's a lot of like especially within the incel community there's it's really hard to determine what's like ironic and what's not but like right. there, there's a lot like if you ever see like uh, I pray Saint Elliot or whatever it's usually like them joking. About this guy who, like, you know, like showed the woman or whatever. But the the thing is, I, I wanted to say this um, uh, before we like start talking about like serious shit or whatever. Uh, I, I I was on Twitter recently, and I had this I had this uh, uh, thing where uh, one of one of like my mutuals, um, Haku Doshi. I don't know. It's like at Curable Fury or whatever. She mm-hmm. uh, she was talking about. She, she's a awesome poster. I highly recommend. Uh, following her but she was talking about how um uh she said uh misogynists like and and those those guys and then like hardcore like um like a uh, uh, feminist like now right you, when you talk about feminists you kind of have to like group them you have to you, you can't just say feminist you, what she's talking about it's like uh she's talking about like blue-haired like rad lib feminists like street right, like the the, the the yes 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 so she said that like misogynists and feminists can have each other right like the the rest of us are just gonna like live in love right like live and find love essentially mm-hmm. um so what i like me and her kind of like set up a dialogue where we were talking a little bit and i said uh in tw- on twitter i said essentially hey like um there's uh like like i want to say something about um, like guys, right? Uh, but I don't want to, because Twitter doesn't allow me to kind of like express myself in this way to where I can like yep. describe it enough to where it doesn't sound like misogynistic or whatever. Yeah. So, so my whole thing about it is that like, and, and this ties into the the whole Elliot Rogers thing, is that um, guys aren't like as a guy. Uh, you aren't like socialized in the same way that like a female is socialized. Right. So like you're obviously through society and through like cultural things, you're socialized differently. Yes. Well, I said like, we're in this weird middle phase where you have to either be like you're told as a guy, right. You can't be too emotional because if you come off as a too emotional, you're like a pussy, right? Like you're not yes. a desirable mate to a female. You're a pussy Which to your friend. It, like it, and and like women, like it, it's definitely something enforced by men, like with each other a lot. But all, but women play into it too because yes, yeah. Like we're all we're all growing up and being inundated with these sorts of things. So like you will like it crosses those lines where women will. Like well, like I don't want a man who's like act like because I expect men if you if you if you this, act yeah, like sure. if you act like a simp or if you act like a pussy it's like towards a woman typically like they won't like reciprocate like uh, like an emotional response right they'll just kind of be like please leave me alone yeah because most of those guys are like weird um right anyway long story long so guys are kind of like socialized in a way that you can't be too much of like a pussy, but you can't be too masculine either because like, right. Not like anymore. Toxic, toxic masculinity or whatever, like quote unquote, toxic masculinity is this like this thing that like women just like completely now. And it's a good thing that they're kind of moving away from like everyone's moving away from that. But also it's hard as a guy because you're socialized in a way that like you're not, so 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 there's two ends of the spectrum right and the problem is finding that balance because you can fall either on on, two on one side or two on the other and you have no clue what to do society isn't there to like kind of help you along right society isn't there to go okay well like this is how you should act like if you act this way or if you 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 do these things right you will get a a girlfriend or a wife or whatever like back in the day right like like I'm not trying to say go to like a golden past or whatever, but mm-hmm. you know, like let's just say like 50s, 60s have their fucking problems. But if you do certain things as a guy in those times, you will get you typically right, like you know, nine times out of ten, will get a girlfriend, wife, whatever. Right. There's right? like a, as as like narrow, confined, and uh, totally. Uh, I mean, a lot of cases. Just I mean, uh, looking at like. 
any old couple as like toxic as it is, there is like, yeah, here's a corridor, here's like a path to get to achieve something you you you're told is uh, a very important aspect of life, which is a relationship, a romantic relationship. But uh, I don't think it's even like. Yeah. I don't think it's even like you're told though. I, I think it's that like it's it is societally like ingrained in us, right? Like yes. like being if you are alone, right? Like especially you know like uh, as a female or as a guy, whatever. So like used to if you were a female and you were alone, you were like unmarriable. You were like a, a like a undesirable female or whatever. Then you would like be socially ostracized, right? But for guys, it's like if you're kind of in that milieu right you're you're socially ostracized as well because you're like just an incel loser retard or whatever like if a guy doesn't have sex at a certain moment in life then he's just like this absolute fucking loser and like like people will like, bring that up yeah constantly right and so what i'm what i'm trying to say is long story long is that elliot rogers trying to tie this in elliot rogers was he he, he had those things right like he had the the, the toxically masculine like personality he had the, the the wealth that you're supposed to have he was going to college he was you know should have been like yeah. at least staying at the same level he was and he wasn't seeing results so he got frustrated and not like defending him or whatever obviously he's a terrible fucking person but like he saw that and couldn't figure out why society wasn't like reciprocating, right? Like his desire, like he was putting the, 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 the good boy points in and nothing was coming out. He's like, where am I? Where's my pussy? Like I gave you the good boy points. Give me what I, what I'm owed. Right. Right. So he went and just went on a fucking killing spree. So long story long. That's what I was trying to say is that like, uh, and that was the, the whole point for the Twitter, Twitter conversation with like Kakudoshi was that I was saying like, as a guy, it's hard to navigate society now because, again, like Elliot Rogers did everything you're supposed to, right? Like, bam, 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 bam. Like, it's you're supposed to, you know. But like, we don't live in that time anymore, right? We don't live in this like time where, <laughs> where like people don't have agency anymore. You, you act like a certain way. You 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 do certain things. You become a certain way. Whereas he was like navigating, like he was rudderless essentially, right? Like. People were, yeah. you know, he felt like a loser, right? Societally speaking. And like, we haven't developed as a society to where we can just be cool with like guys who are themselves and who can kind of like express their feelings or, or whatever, you know, and, and, and be like fine with either a being alone or, or B having a relationship, you know? So yeah. Anyway, that was my whole point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. And I don't think, I also think that with Elliot Rogers and other like the kind of one or two other incel killers we've had is that like, I don't think that like the phenomenon of like incel dumb always have like has to end up in like someone like, cause like, I feel like there are extenuating circumstances, especially with like Elliot Rogers. Cause it's like, it's not just that he's like frustrated with relationships that he, he that he has a, like a God complex that he has, all these other like big, uh, uh, you know prejudices, these other hangups that uh, feed into it, right? But like, um, what I think, what it most commonly just results in is just people being miserable. Like, uh, yeah, and, yeah, you know, and like that's like that is fertile ground for other sorts of radicaliz- radicalization. But like, so it doesn't like at the very least, it's going to make people miserable. So like, when when I like. If there's ever any sort of like um, case where like uh, like yeah, plenty of like incel, plenty of people who 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 wind up in that uh, place are there because uh, they take these issues and they channel them into anger and misogyny, and it's like yeah, fuck those people. Um, but it's also like like there's there there's a a real like center of like pain and, and misery there that plenty of other folks go through, and that. Like, yeah, anyway, I, I guess I'm trying to be like, I, I see the, the, um, anytime anyone's like, well, I'm just rambling. <laughs> well, I think, I think what you're trying to say is like at the heart of inceldom, there's a real issue that still has to be addressed. And just because someone self categorizes themselves or, um, falls in, into an incel group or whatever, doesn't mean they have to be Elliot Rogers with Elliot Rogers. There were 
Uh, he was, you know, had some mental instability beyond that. But also, I think you can see the effects of capitalism, not just within mm-hmm. the incel community, yeah. but within our entire generation. It's just like, I, even even people in relationships, even people who are have, you know, quote, things that we're expected to have in society, they're still fucking depressed because they're, they, even though they have check the box and have that relationship that a lot of incels are looking for, they're still fucking miserable. And so I think it goes beyond just that, just in solo. Look at statistics, right? Like, and I I hate to be like a statistics bag or whatever, but look at statistics, right? Like uh, the amount of people who like the the amount of babies that we're having now, like with couples, right. Or um, the amount of like marriages we're having versus divorces or the amount of people who are coupling up, or who aren't coupling up for that uh, actually would be a better way of saying that uh, people who are like relationshipless, who, who are more uh, like monogamy's down all this stuff, right? Like look at, look at any like dating app statistics and you'll immediately want to put a gun in your mouth, but long story long. <laughs> right. Um, I think that you, uh, okay. So I think there's a big problem with people who look at that. Right. And they go on, um, name incel subreddit here and they decide okay well the problem is there's these sjw feminists right who are saying like who who are are attacking our right to a girlfriend our right to yes to 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 and and by a right to a girlfriend i mean a right to happiness right because that's what they they view the girlfriend as right like ultimately like a girlfriend which is like essentially um you have this like you know, like this, this, this feeling of, Hey, well, like we want happiness too. Um, but like, okay. So it's either the SJW feminists that are causing it. And this is what, like, there was this, there was this, uh, a tweet a while back that was saying, um, it was like guy who's a leftist, not because he cares about like the economy, but because he thinks like capitalism is the reason he doesn't get pussy. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was like, I, I was like at uh, Josh's at the time, and I was like, well, but isn't it kind of though? Like, I mean, what, what, okay, so, so you see this phenomenon that's happening, right? In like the, the quote unquote sexual marketplace. And you go, okay, well, what's happening, right? It's not like, it doesn't make sense that like women are this like amorphous, entity that are causing that that get agency and immediately cause misery right yeah <laughs> like, yeah. No, it's, it's like oh women have equal paying jobs that's why they won't fuck us as a sociological concept like it just doesn't make any sense right like women like aren't it's culture war shit. it's 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 saying the cult like culturally things are different right but as we like as we know like like culture is downstream of of things it's not it's not driving, generating this, this well, framework. It's yeah. Yeah. Is it possibly that like economically speaking, most people are like downwardly mobile, right? So like as a partner, like in a traditional like quote unquote relationship, like you you as a guy as a man are supposed to provide, and unfortunately guys can't provide, right? Like because of the economic reasons. I think it's tough for some people to come like grasp that concept because like on the first look people aren't constantly making decisions and like the first thing is what's the economy like what's the stock market like like that's not how people think but it is such just an overlying factor that regardless of how um attached or detached you are to like your current economic uh, situation it's mm. always going to be a factor it's something you can't escape and can't ignore yeah. so you can be like well actually everything in life is economic even though it's you know it's not but it's like everything in life is affected by economics it's um, your material conditions right yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. it all boils down it all to comes back materials to material conditions because your condition is gonna affect all the decisions you make and likewise what the decisions a possible mate might make. They might mm. like you, 
but not see you as someone who's stable economically. Or they might have other priorities that are economic based. So you know, you talk to your average Joe, they're not they're not thinking in those terms like what are my material conditions, but they're still making the same same like decisions based off those. Yeah. They just haven't um, formula formulated. They haven't like yeah. really thought of it yet. You know. Yeah, I have, a good, I have a good example of this in, in practice. So like when I was like you know when I was single and on dating apps and such, right? Um, I would come across like. Uh, you know, profiles of women who had in their profile, like, like basically listing things that are like automatically don't message me. Right. Which yeah. is fine. Like you gotta, they you filter out the deluge somehow. Right. Like I do not envy that, but, uh, and I saw, and, um, and in, in a lot of cases it was, if you still live at home with your parents, like yeah. don't message. Right. The idea being that you're still young, grown. You're, uh, I think that's tied to it. It's also like you don't have to want to have to like like I can't come over if your fucking parents are there. I get that. Like I'm not like, I, but I also I think it's like these things of like you're a loser. You're not. Well, how many? How many people? Like, but like how many people don't? You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's and that yeah, that's exactly. Cool. You know what I'm saying? I saw something. I saw something even worse. One step further when I was on dating apps was that there was a girl saying that even if you have a roommate, don't message me. Yeah, which how like that 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 automatically shuts out. Which again, I'm not like it, it's it's if it's like if we lived in like different material conditions, that wouldn't really be an issue. That would just be a preference. That would just mm-hmm. be I don't want to have to like fuck someone whose roommate is there. It's just in this case that just results in shutting out quite a lot of people from this. Quite a lot of people like yeah. How many people who who find themselves as like a quote unquote incel? do still live at home, do still do have a roommate, because that's just one extra barrier let's, let's, to this uh, Let's take that out of it. How many people still yeah, live at just, home? Yeah, in general. Because for me, that was like, okay, automatically I'm not talking to this uh, person, because I still live at home. Because literally, for despite the fact that uh, of like economic conditions that I come from, despite the fact I have a master's degree, I, it's not viable for me to like try and live on my own at the moment. Like, especially not considering like if I wanted like the job I have, uh, that's like, you know, part-time does it, you know, I can't, uh, you know, live off of that full-time is in, in Atlanta. So like in Atlanta is fucking expensive. Like mm-hmm. I looked at like uh, apartments that like are near my job. So I don't have to drive there an hour every morning. And they would, their like rent for that would be my entire pay for a month. So yeah. I would have nothing else for anything else. So that's, that's the situation that I'm in where like living at home means I have all this shit. I don't have to pay because literally I wouldn't be able to do so anyway, but that's just, that's just one thing. Yeah. Another thing with the whole, the whole living at home stigma um, which I remember, I feel like at least in middle school, but probably high school, I kept hearing reports like more and more people are living at home. It's just the thing that's happening. But mm-hmm. Americans have made living at home so stigmatized when other countries, it's not like that. It's like yeah. living at home is a great thing because you're with family. You have a support system. You're not going out on your own. Yeah, but Americans hate – Americans hate their family, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, famously, wanna, like kill their kill, We all want to kill our parents. Um, but like, I saw a chart where it's like, you know, we're still like, as far as the percentage of people, like, what it's like, whatever twenty to thirty nine or something, still living with their parents. It's like, you know, in the somewhere in the, like the low thirties, and like in like Greece and Italy and shit, it's like over seventy percent, right? Like, like their culture is built around just. Yeah, you just until you're married, or even when you're married, you just live at American American culture is when you turn eighteen, you get on a wagon, you go out west, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, (laughs) go the fuck out there, yeah. You find yourself, you go to the coal town, you find a a, a girl who grew up there, you marry the girl, you live on her father's farm in a shack out back, and then when they die, you inherit his farm. Yeah, the you pan, at the at the racist factory. Like you, you panhandle just, some gold, kill some some Mexicans slash Indians, depending on how you look at it, and yeah, yeah. you're good. Yeah, you're good to go. So, you know, that's what but we built up. All of this, 
listen, all this talk about in seldom and living at home right. is to segue right into a 30 how will that change? How will that change under President Joe Biden slash Donald Trump? Yeah. How will that how will that change in a in a uh, post Marjorie Taylor Greene victory world yeah. where she's now in the U.S. House of Representatives? What a um, fucking Chad! What a Chad! With, it's not going to change. Uh, I was before this. I was watching the Joe Rogan. Kyle Did y'all Hans. vote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I voted. Okay. Not in person, but vote. mail it. Yeah, so two thirds. You, you, you messaged us. You messaged us how like. The mail-in ballot came like what today, or did it yeah. even show up? It came today. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, and I was like, well, I could I could drive an hour to vote, or I could just you know sit at home and be a lazy piece of shit, and that's what I did. Uh, I went and worked out, and then the rest of the day I've been a lazy piece of shit. So and I, yeah, I like today for me was um, very solemnly taking down my Halloween decorations because. You know, I'd leave them like I literally did when I had my own place. I left my Halloween shit up like probably until I moved out, uh, like from like no, like from October to May. But you know, I, I, it's like I, you know, I share the space. My parents love to decorate for Christmas, so I had to take all that down. And I was like, I could vote or I could work out. And I was like, I, I'll go vote. And I don't know. I'm kind of I'm reg- I'm missing the the pump right now, so. But yeah, uh, I mean, wait. So you went and voted instead of working out? Yeah, and it's like it just wow. Because uh, yeah, never, you know. never did I think I'd see. Did it take long, Cole? Did it take long? Well, that's the thing. It didn't take long. It's just it took me out of the way, and it it just it was a thing where it's like uh, I could justify maybe spending more, like ju- like uh, spending more time working out. But if I went and voted, I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to want to go after that and work out and all that stuff. So, all right, so who'd y'all vote, like who'd y'all vote for? Biden. We're going to vote docs on the pod. Who'd y'all vote for? So Biden, Colt. Yeah, I voted for Bernie for president, and I voted Democrat down ticket. The rest of it. Okay. Um, for the Republican incumbents, uh, I wrote in none because fuck you. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm not going to leave it blank. I'll I'll make the effort to write in none. Um, yeah, that's yeah. I voted for Bernie because I said I would vote for Bernie no matter what. Uh, especially considering that the considering what occurred during the primary and that literally I didn't even get to vote. Like I got to vote for him after he dropped out and all that shit. So yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, I you know voted for like uh, Ossoff and Warnock and um, yeah, so Democrats. And, so you, you did yeah. essentially what like I pretended to do on my ballot, which I, I got the ballot, I wrote in Bernie, and then yeah. Democrat the rest of the way. But then I realized, hey, voting is uh, lame and, and, and it sucks, right? Like no one should vote ever. Mm-hmm. Right? Fuck voting, kids. That's what I – that's the message here. And then I just like ripped up my ballot and said, fuck it. But yeah. no, in all reality, I just didn't put it in the mail. <laughs> right. One, yeah. one thing that concerns me is – and you guys have probably noticed and this. And Josh voting for Biden, I'm shocked. Honestly, I mean, I had to. I wasn't. There was no one else I was gonna vote for. I mean, I wasn't gonna wow. vote for Trump. I wasn't gonna write him Bernie. Wow. Um, well, it's it's yeah, it's yeah. Uh, like yeah. I'm not gonna no. ridicule. I'm not gonna r- ridicule anyone for voting whoever they want because fundamentally, I don't believe in voting. Yeah. But you know, if I, if I'm gonna vote for me, I, I didn't want to do. I thought about doing the protest vote, but, um, you know, I'd rather, I'd ra- again, this whole election is about American spite. It's about Americans hating one man so much, an orange man, that yeah. will put anybody in the White House. And uh, But one thing, two things I wanted to talk about, about this election as we're in the, the waning hours of it. It's finally going to be over. And uh, hopefully... Yes. At least in a couple days, it'll be over. You know, I'm uh, praying for it to be over. Like, or as be- Alex Jones said, the 79 days of hell. Yeah, <laughs> my 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 one hope is that it is over as quickly as possible, and that I can like I'm not doing the lip thing of ta- of like ignoring politics, but just not just like letting like uh, because like the la- a lame dog Trump would be so just. 
fun. Just let, let having those months to just to just enjoy that or the two months or whatever. Um, that's what I want. I want it to be over and to not have to like stretch, like to, to not have to like check constantly check shit like with Iowa and all that stuff. Just be over, declare a winner as soon as possible. Uh, uh, so it could just be over. Um, anyway, no, I'm, I'm completely with you there, Cole. But the thing that concerns me is you have, you know, everybody's like, go vote. Voting's the thing to do. You have Jack Black making videos, like just screaming <laughs> vote into the can into the camera. Yeah. But the, the, that like people being encouraged, encouraging other people to vote's fine. What bothers me though, is that. Uh, corporations just like the Black Lives Matter movement have co-opted the whole vote thing. Yeah, and um, like it, it just bothers me that now voting has become a corporate advertisement. Well, yeah, the new the new sort of like and yeah. and you've already seen this a little bit with climate change as well, where Shell is like, "What are you gonna do to help?" Um, with climate change. Shameless. Yeah. It just feels so gross because you know that these corporations that are saying go vote, like we're all in this together, it's important to vote, they're the problem. Like they're the issue, and we can't vote corporations out. You know, they're safe. Yeah. Voting, yeah. voting is one of the safest political acts you could ever do. Like, Which is so annoying why it's become it's like it's like a radical thing it's like no it's it, it like you voting and especially within our system and voting just for two parties and maintaining a duopoly that is the safest thing it's like the, the only re like people will point to like voter suppression it's like the only reason they do that is because like literally republicans wouldn't get elected and they're they're interested in remaining in power for their own personal like mo for all, I mean, most of them aren't like other than like Mitch fucking McConnell are interested in like a political movement. Demo they just they want to personally enrich themselves. So they want to get into politics. You said voter suppression. Are you talking about you said voter suppression in terms of Republicans too? Because I mean, Democrats do voter suppression as yes. well. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, people will point to that to say, oh, voting is radical. They wouldn't try to stop you if it if it stays. Oh. Didn't it's like. No, it's it's because having a small electorate means that like the same people will just getting it will continue getting into power. Mm -hmm. Like that's like it, it's and even expand even well even in, in in a case where you expand it, it's if it's within the same system, then it'll just keep getting maintained, and like you'll just have different faces occupy those seats now. But if if they're all if they're all operating within the same system, then it doesn't much matter. It's just the folks who are there now are like, well, we don't want to leave because this is like a well, good gig. Also, it's that double think of like um, like uh, the the hyperbolic speak of a, a like journalists, right? Like a blue check liberal journalist or whatever, being yeah. like, like, oh, you know, like Trump is the most dangerous president we've ever had. He's a fascist, but also like he's he's a totalitarian fascist. But also, but. But also vote him out. Yeah, it's kind of a weird, weird belief in the in the quote unquote system of, of voting, right? Which I mean, like obviously we you know, your vote doesn't really matter in terms of in terms of a lot of things, in terms of electoral college, like the way our system's just set up, the fact that like your vote doesn't matter as much as BPs, right? Like BPs votes yeah. uh, you know, AT&T's Comcast, they they matter much more than you, your vote does. But um yeah, I mean it's uh it's very interesting that you have these people who, who aesthetically, right, will will complain and say, "Oh, you know, like we're we're we have the most dangerous president ever. Like he's not going to concede if he loses." But then you you go, "Oh, but you got to vote." But like, yeah. if he's not going to concede when he loses, then what does voting matter? Like, you should force him out, what, right? What but, realistically would you do uh, if, say? It's like that's their one and only plan is the vote. It's like okay, um, let's let's have this scenario out there. Let's say it's a Bush v. Gore situation, right? Where it's very it comes down to um, a very very close voting count, and say like a swing like Florida or whatever, right? And the Supreme Court just 
decides, uh, we, you know, we're not doing a recount. It, it, the vote, it's, it, it is what it is right now. Uh, stop everything. Uh, Bush is one. In this case, it, it's Trump's one. Um, they said to stop counting all these mail-in ballots, and that's fine. What realistically then would these people do? Or would anyone do in that case? Well, I voted, and this is what happened. Are you going to riot? Are you going to do what they did in Bolivia and, and, and act through uh, <laughs> uh, coordinated unions and shit? No, you're not going to do any of that. First of all, because that's not set up here. And second of all, because you're not, that's not an actual conviction that they would follow through with. So if that's not going to be the case, then voting then is just it's a it's a thing that makes you feel good. It's going to like the movies and watching like Marvel movies. It's like this is a nice thing that made me feel good to vote. To me, so to me, voting is a lot like prayer is to religion because it it wipes your hand clean of any wrongdoing because they say like. Oh, if you didn't vote, then you don't get to complain about our current political system. Honestly, the only fucking reason I voted this time, just so no one could throw that line at you. I mean, like I like uh, voting down ballot is was another factor. Uh, I'd love to see David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler eat shit um, because it's just funny. Absolutely. But other than that, yeah, I was literally just like not looking forward to being asked and lying because <laughs> I know if I said no, years. I would get like screeched at, like, especially like just like, you know, not by like any, like I'm not saying by anyone who like, like matter to me, but you know, just in general. Um, so that part of it is just that, that desire to, just to be able to be like, yeah, I did. Yeah. So like I can bitch and moan, I'm going to, but yeah, yeah, yeah. This idea that if you don't, then like, well, you know, you can't say anything. It's like, okay, well, it, it, like, the, that's like, yeah, it's such a convenient way to just silence anyone who you don't, uh, you, you, you're not, yeah. who don't uh, agree with. Yeah. yeah. The the other point I wanted to talk about is I think that this election in particular and the events. Leading up to it, all the way back from 2008, or yeah, 2008, is we can say oh, not uh, entirely. Obviously, there's other factors that were going on, but I think we can say that almost everything that has happened has been Obama's fault. Like the <laughs> yeah. the Trump presidency, <laughs> and now the Biden presidency have. Obama has played a huge part in that. Obviously, Hillary Clinton had a huge part in that in the last election. Yes. But think about it. You said, Obama, you said Biden presidency like it was a sure thing. You mean well, Biden, if the, it happens, you know. Yeah. If it, or, I mean, I mean, a Biden candidacy, I should say. Yeah. Biden candidacy. Yeah. Because who made those phone calls during the primary to rally yeah. the troops to get Biden in there? And, you know, who what a fucking piece of shit, honestly, like who helped yeah. create the culture, like who ran on a platform of hope and change and did nothing yeah. who, and like, with a mandate, just, with a mandate, like a supermajority, all this stuff. Um, and then proceeded to do dick all with it to, like, give us like Obamacare now, which is um I've probably mentioned this before, but it's like, yeah, the Heritage Foundation, like right wing. Yeah idea like a right-wing idea of how to do like healthcare within like a market okay so so get this trump actually when he was talking about the aca right the affordable care act right colloquial term obamacare he was saying like oh he said it was a disaster and i tweeted this out during the debate and i was like agreeing right that's i think the uh, the only good thing that obamacare did was was be open for people with pre-existing conditions, right? Yes. Other than that, I'm very like number one voting thing is healthcare, right? Yeah. Again, if Trump were to come out tomorrow and say single payer system, I'd fucking vote for him in a heartbeat. I get all everyone to vote for him. But here's the thing, right? No matter what else he thought. But here's the thing. Um Obamacare, what it did was it 
also made it illegal for you to not have health care. Yeah, like you had to so you would Trump, pay a fine. Trump actually getting elected saved me, and I'm not lying when I say this, $700 in taxes because I would have owed $700 because of the ACA because I didn't have health yeah. insurance at the end of the year when I had $1,000 in the bank. I literally had $1,000 in the bank, and I already owed like $150, dollars or whatever. I would have owed $700 more if Trump didn't get elected and got rid of that, right? That was one of the things Trump did when he first got elected was get rid of that $700, like that fee attached to the ACA. Also, here's a big thing. Tonight, this is election night, right? November 3rd. So tonight, Fox News came out with a, Fox News, it came out with a poll asking like, would people want a government run healthcare system? Fox News, 72% of people polled said they wanted a government run healthcare system. Yeah. And that, that falls in line with almost every other poll done. It, it usually is about yeah, 70%. An outlier, yeah, and, and but but like also you gotta look at like the the polling base itself, incredible, right? Like Fox News run poll said seventy two percent of people wanted a government run healthcare, right? And then literally Joe Biden could come out. And say, hey, instead of expanding Obamacare, right, which every most people you ask will agree, the ACA slash Obamacare is a terrible, if it's either A, a terrible system, or B, it's only a, it's a terrible half measure, right? Mm-hmm. Right. If you, if you ask certain people, depending on who you ask, he could come out and say, hey, you know, single payer government run healthcare system, and bam. 72% right there. That's the, the people who, who vote for healthcare, they would agree with you. But no, no, you can't, you, you can't even do that. Like the, the political parties in the U.S. are so feckless and okay. so stupid that they can't even agree with 72% of the electorate. Like, the thing is, is that with these, with these sorts of issues is that um, we've won on messaging. Like we have won as far as getting the message across about Medicare for all, all these things is that, We've won on those terms. All people, all we have to do now is just run on it, right? But and that's the problem is that we don't get to decide who runs. We don't but get to what, decide who, 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 like, is our political actors. It's all also from the top also down. look at. I mean, and this is uh, I will continue to rag on Bernie right for this. Like, like Bernie, his whole point of like conceding to Biden was that he wanted to move Biden to the left. Right. And Biden's not to the left on anything. Yes. Right. Like, I, like one of the thing is like, you look at like a, like Biden fundraising also came out recently. I have to, I want to say this as well. Uh, Cause it's, it's election. I remember Biden fundraising came out recently and, and a lot of Biden donors are wall street people. Right. But then also think about it this way too. Bernie, I say Bernie stole money from the working class because what happened was you had people like predominantly working class people who donated to Bernie Sanders, but then it, uh, with the promise of a Bernie Sanders candidacy. And then what happened was he he gave up like completely. And all of it went to Biden. So he transferred this massive amount of wealth uh, to Biden. Right. And that, that's that's something that, that's so it's such a that's why I blame Bernie is because and, you know, he, he says, OK, well, maybe we can move Biden left. Like I might be, you know, minister of health care. I might be, you know, uh, labor, uh, the labor guy or whatever. But but no, he's not like like yeah, you don't get happen. any. Sorry. Sorry, fam. Like we already got everything we want. We're not expanding the courts. We're not giving you, you know, the help the 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 healthcare right we're not expanding healthcare where we might expand Obamacare kind of like like in this uh the symbolic way but we're not for it to be cut down by the Supreme Court most likely <laughs> like yeah but I mean I, like come I on I get what you're saying Matt about um Bernie but what in in you know a perfect world what would you have wanted him to do in this situation I could volunteer an answer for that Matt go ahead that's okay um, in a perfect world, Bernie wouldn't drop out until every last primary was done. 
um, until everyone got to, got a say. Mm-hmm. And Bernie then, with uh, uh, say it, in that case, he still loses. Then that money given to him then should be used by him, by his organization, uh, to against like Trump or uh, to support uh, candidates that Bernie approves of. So that money then doesn't just go to Biden, doesn't just get dumped into his pockets. It is it, still used. OK, they paid or they, they gave money hoping to see me president. That's not going to happen. But what I can still do with this is is whatever put out ads for people that are endorsed by that I endorse or put out ads against Trump by my own, not through Biden, not as a Biden yeah. surrogate. I'll, like that's, that's, yeah. I'll go a step further, right? Okay. In an ideal world, Bernie would keep running until every primary was counted. And even if he lost, he would run as an independent in the okay. election with that money, right? And still fundraise and, and possibly take votes away, right? Make a statement or something. I feel like as a, like a, as a political, listen, Bernie doesn't owe you anything as a person, right? But as a politician who ran, right? And, and as a person you gave money to with the, like the, I, I gave, right, like I gave money to the Bernie campaign, or I think I gave $40 or something, right? Like, whatever, yes. who cares? But as a person who gave money, right, I'm expecting Bernie to run, and I expect him to do everything in his, in his power to fight to, to become president, right, because I wanted him to be president. Yeah. So the thing is, like, you can run as an independent, right? But even, let's just take that off the table. Let's just say, no, I don't want to run as independent, whatever, whatever. Wait until every single primary. I agree with Cole on that one. What yes. You should wait until every single primary because like, you need to make sure that these motherfuckers understand that you are serious about running. Because, because if you just give up halfway through, I'm sorry, you weren't serious about running. And in fact, when you decide to say, fuck off, I'm not running, I'm giving all my money to Biden, right? And I'm going to support, I'm going to campaign for Biden harder than Biden campaigned for himself, right? As a, as a person, they're not giving you shit. You're a cuck. Right. Yeah. Bernie's a cop because he got cucked by the Democratic Party because there's no concessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, at what, look at the Biden message. I mean, Biden will tell you what he's going to do. And Biden, there are no concessions towards a leftist project, regardless of if it was towards Bernie or toward, like moving left to of, of fucking, you know, right center. Right. Like it, there's no concessions that, whatsoever. And so um, if I'm hearing you guys right, uh, it sounds like you're saying that if if Bernie, even if it looked like Biden was still going to win, by running, people would have the chance to vote for Bernie and yes. the Democratic Party would actually maybe have a reason to concede to the left, anything, like even anything. the smallest concessions. They yeah. would have a reason to yeah. because they would see, hey, look, a big chunk of Bernie's base, you know, they're all going to vote Democrat, but some of them might not. And so in order to keep those votes, we need to do something because Bernie's a real like the movement's real and we can't just ignore it. If Bernie were to stay in the race, you'd have people who'd vote for Bernie. Right. That's the biggest thing. Right. Because people don't people don't want to do what me and Cole like what Cole did and what I would have done, which is right in Bernie. Right. People are going to vote for Biden. But the biggest thing is, like, look at, I mean, look at, uh, you could even poll, like, a short number of people, like, let's just say people who would follow on Twitter or whatever. There's a lot of people, and they, like, even, I mean, look at the fucking shitty ass, like, like again, put all bread tubers in camps, you know, take all the, the, the immigrant children out of the camps, put the fucking yeah. bread tubers in there, kill them all, I don't care. Like, seriously, something needs to happen with these motherfuckers. I, but I saw today where this video about voting where she's like, oh, you know, yeah, vote for fucking Biden or whatever. But like the the Democrats don't earn your fucking vote, right? Then they're gonna take it for granted every single time. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Matt. I was gonna say about bread tubers. Um, I saw today where like Glenn Greenwald tweeted something like, other than like his tweets, Trump has been like no real different than like any like uh. Or there's Matt. Is Matt still here? Uh, we can continue. He'll he'll join us. Okay. Well, Matt's dead. But um, yeah, I was saying that. Um, yeah, I saw where he tweeted out. Other than his tweets, that Trump really isn't that has governed 
not much different. Like his administration hasn't been much different than like any uh, like Marco Rubio or any other Republican type. And mm-hmm. Lindsey Ellis quote tweeted that and said like, yeah, other than his tweets, that's the problem, buddy. This fucking guy. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You what are any what are any of the like what are any of the bread tubers talking about? I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, like, again, you have this fucking like this feckless, like retarded at like you have these videos, right? Like, and again, like whatever, you know, you can either YouTubers that don't owe you anything, whatever, whatever. But like fucking, oh my God. Like I sent you guys that video, like that, that, that screen cap of that video that Lindsay Ellis recently put out. That was 50 minutes talking about how some lawyer contacted her. And I was like, this is just so self masturbatory bullshit. It's, it's, it's that it's like you make videos about like, transformers right like that that's your lane that's what you do you make fucking videos where you talk for an hour about how like some lawyer said like contacted you about a fan fiction shit like what like i still understand the need or like especially with her like her shit isn't explicitly political but she's been lumped in with these folks uh, so also, just, oh, i guess i'll i'll yeah i'll i'll i'll, I'll talk about glenn fucking greenwald who like look i don't look care look how look goofy look. that guy is like, listen yeah. Say what you say. You can talk shit about Glenn Greenwald all the fuck you want. I don't sure. care what. A, like he, what, like is better than literally every single fucking Brad Huber, right? Because he's actually a political fucking pundit. He like has commented on like fascism in a in a, in a very apt but way, right? Like he he, he has great agent for reporting on. And de- and understanding the development of fascism in like Brazil, like done all that great work. You've just made fucking videos, and, about, then, like, and then, like, then you have, and then you have, you have this video. Up. You have this video, right? Like the biggest thing about contrapoints, and let me let me say this real quick. The biggest thing about contrapoints is that she got She's fucking on. canceled, and it broke her brain. That's she can't true. function Absolutely. anymore after she got canceled because every single video afterwards has just been the shittiest video I've ever seen. Going for like an hour and a half long. Yes. And this like, recent oh, video, I literally watched like five minutes and it was so cringy. I swear to Christ, when she's like, you got to vote for Biden because of fascism, sweaty or whatever, drinking her Chardonnay. I was like, I want to kill myself watching this it's fucking like video. Like, it's, it's, it, it, they've become like, I mean, her, I think, has become a parody of herself, of like the shit she used to do. Also, it sucks because like, her aesthetic now just is getting uh, has just become the aesthetic now for all that. So like, even if you're just like philosophy too, yeah, yeah, I, just, yeah. <laughs> I liked his shit. Like even when he started just doing her aesthetic, I was like, okay, yeah. I still like his videos for the most part. But like when you're talking about like, I also missed the part where he's just sitting in front of his bookshelf, like let's talk about anti-fascism. But when he's talking about anymore. philosophy, yeah, we can't yes. do that anymore. We gotta dress up like all fucking fairy. Like, like fucking over, fairy ass theater kids or whatever. Yeah, like an overproduced, just like just oversaturated everything. Like sometimes I just want to see like a, a nice guy t- tell me about things instead of this production. Not everything has to be a production, but it, it's done that way. Uh, but then, but then you have these people. But then you have these fucking people, right? Who who will sit there and just be like, you know, with their fucking queer lighting or whatever, right? The the yellow. You know what I'm talking about? They they made a video of it. I think it was called yes. the queer lighting, where it was like yellow. That's or, literally what it's called. Yeah, queer lighting. Yeah. So so it was like the, with their queer lighting, and they, they sit there and they talk about like how you should vote for Biden or whatever, and then they take like you know, people who are like in the class, like Peter Coffin or, or uh, Glenn Greenwald. Right. And they just immediately cancel them because they said something problematic, sweaty. And it's like, yes. there are people like Peter Coffin is super fucking well read and like his talk, like more on, on like class politics. And so is Glenn, like Glenn Greenwald, right. Is a fucking awesome reporter. And yes, you can complain Right, like I, th- I think Ted's kind of started complaining more about like Glenn, like more Radlib type shit, right? If you you want to loop, if you want to loop, if you want to loop that shit into it, right? Complaining about Glenn Greenwald again, I don't care. But at the same time, like he has done more for like reporting than like these fucking bread tubers again, like doing hour long videos of saying like transform, like the the the. <laughs> the I think it was I can't remember uh, M Crumps I think his name was uh, 
I don't remember his at on Twitter, but he was talking about how queer theorists, right, will be like, will take a picture of like the forest and be like, look at the savage, like queer faggotry of the, the, the forest. <laughs> right? like, like, no, it's, and that's, that is like academic, like uh, papers or whatever. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's seriously like their, their one hour long video essays on the creator of my little pony being like a fascist or some shit. And like, it's Glenn Greenwald's uh, leaving the intercept is infinitely more interesting than uh, my little pony fan fiction writer, Dick, Butt 69 and 420 yeah, yeah. You know, on Twitter or whatever. Exploring the, the, uh, the uh, uh, Marxist undertones of like a 1980s transformers, right? Like uh, the cartoon, yeah. like, um, which like, okay, I will couch all of this in that. Um, it's like, it's weird for uh, like, I appreciate sort of like, I'll say that I'll, I'll, I'll come back on myself a bit. I appreciate bread tubers as far as like, for me, it was a introduction to certain concepts and ideas that I then read more about and understood. And it was part of a slippy slidey leftward turn for myself of having these folks that I could watch uh, uh, and be informed on certain things. And then like, and, and having certain concepts be explained in language that I could then use and understand. Right. That's, that's all great and all helpful, but they suck now. They are so up their own asses. Most of them are now that like these things that they like, yeah, like, okay, you literally have only ever done like videos about, uh, Michael Bay and written like a young adult novel. Why does that give you pre, uh, like precedence to talk about Glenn Greenwald? It doesn't like, or, or, to, or to really comment politically about most anything. It doesn't give you any, like you can say I'm going to vote for Biden, but to act, to then act like you, that has any sort of authority other than just your own personal choice or, or belief. Right. Like Dan Olson, like who makes videos about like, like who, movies right again he is just talks about movies had felt the need to be like oh yeah let me let me talk about like revolution and why like i like you know it's like i i I really don't i don't see like why they've become the political commentators now like you are here here's here's what you're here to do sweetie you are here to talk about things with queer lighting that will then lead people to become more cool than you Mm -hmm. (laughs) like people who watch this like me will uh, be introduced to those ideas and then we'll become more cool. That's what you're here for. So, so, you know, deal with that. Sean is still cool. I still like him because he just literally just talks like into like a black screen. So uh, I fucking hate Sean, dude. I like Sean. Sean is, Sean is lame. And then also uh, fucking, yeah, Dan Olson folding ideas guy is like so fucking lame when he's like, if you're violent, if your revolution involves violent tendencies, then you should like seriously reevaluate or whatever. And I'm like, dude, you literally have never seen another human being. <laughs> like, it's not even like I'm not even calling him like an insult or whatever. I'm just like, you've never interacted with another human. Yeah, it's um, yeah. This uh, speaking from such a place, like speaking from a place of like even though this country even though this country was founded on literal violent revolution like Like, yeah revolution revolution. all this stuff shut the fuck up dude you're fucking tired yeah or you're like it's speaking from such a place of like comfort like and also yeah like like his his thing like what he does professionally right on youtube is to talk about like movies and editing and shit which I, I like those videos because I like to be able to talk about movies with like a, a, at least a fair grasp of like the terminology, right? But I, 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 I again, I don't see why that translates into like, like commenting politically on stuff. Like I'm not saying shut up and dribble, uh, dribble right? I am saying like you, you are not, nor have you ever like, uh, uh, like ever like sold yourself as someone who is, a, who is like equipped to talk about stuff like this. You don't have to, so I don't see why. I, I guess because it's the incessant need for everyone to know what, like, the political standing of, like, their special person that they love, their special celebrity, right, has. I don't give a shit, like, like, like what, like, Chris Pratt doesn't go to a Biden fundraiser. You shouldn't care. 
he makes so much money and he eats children most likely. Like he's not going to be on your side even if he does go and like and like give Biden money. Like anyway. Any final thoughts uh, as we uh, conclude here? Our election night special, where we talked for like 15 minutes <laughs> about the election. Was like, Listen, I, I mean, I'm fine with that. I don't want to talk about it any longer. The election, that, it's boring. It's been beaten to death. The, yeah. the best part, the best part about Biden possibly winning is not having to talk about Trump every single hour of every single day. Yes. And I'm not saying But also the worst part about Biden winning is <laughs> yeah. not talking about Trump every <laughs> Our yeah, greatest yeah. comedian. I'm I sure. mean he's our he's our bisexual icon, right? Yeah. <laughs> COVID broke his brain and made him gay. I'll no. kiss the guys, <laughs> I'll kiss the girls. Let me tell you about it. Yeah, it's the wives like, gay. Yeah. And then of course, like he has the best reaction videos too, like Honestly, the the uh, these people are sick, and uh, the the best the best reaction video. I, I it was a it's it's toss up between three videos for me, right? It's the Dwayne the Rock Johnson shut up bitch video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Stephen A. Smith is we're here to tell you we don't. Yeah, we don't care. Or <laughs> that's a great one. Or Trump being like, "You're just telling me that now," and I just and he does the little hand set yeah, thing where. Right? which is great playing that music in the background uh, but what about you josh any final thoughts final thoughts are um we are really we're really cool because we know about movies and yeah. we definitely have authority to talk about glenn greenwald leaving the intercept <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah I, which we don't is the thing though yeah, yeah. like none of wrong. Them <laughs> wrong we've actually read marks yeah, fuck, that's true. Fuck bread yeah. tuber. No, well, the thing, the difference is like being a, a bread tuber and being a podcaster, right? Is that being a podcaster is just three bros sitting there talking. We've like care about politics and we're like, our show is basically politics with a side of cultural shit. Whereas like bread tubers talk about all this like cultural fucking bullshit and they ascribe cultural bullshit to politics. Whereas we ascribe politics to cultural bullshit, right? Sometimes yeah. we're like, let's talk about Joker. Cause we want to have fun or whatever. But like most of the time, like people who, who were experts on the, you know, the 1988 transformers film and about how that's actually a, how Optimus prime's a queer icon or whatever. I don't <laughs> think they have any, like use, they don't, if they don't usually talk about politics, then like, what's their, what's their like, uh, like claim to fame, right? Like is the claim to fame, like, okay, we're going to talk about how, how your, your favorite film is problematic instead of let's talk about how politics in America or I don't know. Anyway, long, so long. Uh, we're three white guys who have a podcast and we're we're on the election. Yeah, we're very we are cool. Yes, and this has been the election special. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next time to find out: Are you gay? The answer is yes. <laughs>